It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I recently received an email from Mike Cohn. I love getting his emails because he always has such insightful things for us to dwell on and to figure out. So I'm going to go ahead and just read from this email and talk about it. Um, It says, I had a question come up in a recent User Stories webinar where they were talking about story mapping and a concept of setting a significant objective for a period of time, usually about a quarter. I gave three examples on how to come up with a significant objective or a minimal marketable feature or a minimal viable product or a wildly important goal. Now, this is where um, I was like, this is interesting. So three examples of a significant objective. So one more time, just to make sure we got it. So we're we're thinking in terms of significant objective and the three choices we have are minimal marketable feature, minimal viable product, or wildly important goal. So let's go into it. At the end, someone asked if I could further explain the difference between minimal viable product and minimal marketable feature, which for here on out, we'll call MVP and MMF. I wanted to share the answer with you in case this has come up within your team. So what is an MVP? I hope this one goes in the way I want it to. An MVP is about the whole product. Product is in the name. Minimal viable product. The term MVP comes from Eric Ries and his book called The Lean Startup. An MVP is a version of the product that delivers the maximum amount of information for the least amount of effort. An MVP is designed to validate the idea of a product as a whole. It is the product something people will pay for is the question you're trying to answer. I have a bit of an issue with using an MVP for a significant objective. I agree, Mike. Why? Because when you meet again to plan, what do you build next? You've already released something that's minimum and viable. Whatever comes next, uh, more, it, whatever comes next is more than just the minimum and viable. So how can you officially call it an MVP? It feels like you, when you use that term, you can only use it once. Now, I find that interesting because for me, I think in terms, and it's not that I necessarily disagree with Mike. I just feel in terms, an MVP is a minimal viable product. And then from that point, it's just a VP, a viable product that becomes uh, evolution, evolutionary, right? It becomes, uh, it, it evolves. It becomes a bigger, better product, but it's just a viable product at that point. Once it surpasses MVP, we just drop the M and it's a viable product. At least that's what I do. And then I iterate on that viable product until it meets the expectations or exceeds the expectations of the end consumer without going crazy focusing on output. So for me, it's all about how much outcome you focus on with as little output as possible. So I still stick to the premise of an MVP, but just call it a VP at that point. All right, so let's continue. He tends to prefer the term MMF or minimal marketable feature. Now, this is going to be interesting because I think this is where we're going to deviate. So he says, what is an MMF? An MMF is about a single feature rather than a whole product. Okay, I agree with that. A minimal marketable feature is a subset of an overall feature. One that delivers value when released independently. This was introduced by Mark Denny and Jane Clan Huang in their book, Software by Numbers. Okay, I get it. So for me, the MMF is a single feature, MVP is a whole product. So far, we're on the same page there. That is, the MMF is not everything you may ultimately want in a feature, but it's enough for you to get some feedback. Okay, let me pause there. For me, when I talk about a minimal marketable feature, 
I look at this more from a marketing perspective than from a software perspective because marketable is the second M, right? So when I think of marketable, that means does it fulfill the minimal requirements to become part of an MVP? So for me, it's almost as if it falls into a must-have category. Without this, you can't exist. The example I give in my classes are things like uh, if you're going to a ticketing system to buy airline tickets, like let's just call out Google Flights, you would need to know your uh, point of origination, point of destination, the dates or approximate dates you want to travel, and how many people and whether the flight is one way or, uh, or round trip. And with that information, if you provided those pieces of information, the tool would be able to give you a substantial amount of information for you to then filter through and choose from. For me, each one of those criterion become minimal marketable features. Uh, if your website to advertise flights did not allow you to put in a point of origination or a point of destination, it would not be marketable. It cannot, you cannot go to market without it. So for me, minimal marketable feature means these are the features that are absolutely required to get this product to market so that it's something that becomes, and, and the minimal marketable features do roll together to create a minimal viable product. But the reason why I use this example with the flight website is that at the end, when you click which flight you're interested in, it still pushes you out to that airline's website to make the final purchase of the ticket. So for me, in many cases, even if it's an MVP, it doesn't mean that it has every feature. It means that it has the set of features that complete what you need to do there in order to finalize your product or service decision. I know that sounds kind of crazy and complex, but I, I do a whole 30 minute uh, segment on this during one of my, during any of my certification courses by request. So for me, it is important that you understand, but um, here's his example. He says, the MMF is not everything you may ultimately want in a feature, but enough to get some feedback. In a spell checker, for example, you may release a version that checks your spelling, but doesn't allow users to share their custom dictionaries or other things you know they'll eventually want. But you've released enough to market that your spell checker includes that feature. Okay, I like that example. What's the difference? A minimal marketable feature is smaller than an MVP. Agreed. MVP can and like would include multiple MMS. That's what I just explained. Perfect. For example, for building an e-commerce website, you might have the following requirements. I need to be able to search for items, put items in a cart, <coughs> pay for the items, and then set a delivery address. All perfect. Each one of those are MMS and they roll into an MVP. That complete set of features would be an MVP. Yes. I could launch my e-commerce site with those features. An MMF, on the other hand, would be a way to deliver part of the value uh, of any one of those features without delivering everything. Let's just say we want the MMF, I can pay for items. We want to be able to launch that feature in a coming period, but decide to launch it in a minimal way first, maybe for capacity reasons, or maybe because we want to learn something about it before we create a bunch of functionality around that way to purchase. That makes total sense. So if we take the feature, I want to pay for items and identify it as an MMF, I can pay for an item using MasterCard. Uh, it's not the whole product, it's not even a full feature, but it's enough to get us going so we can run a sample set of tests. When you prefer to think about MVPs, MMS, or something else, focusing teams towards a significant objective of what we're trying to do and mapping the stories to a, a user experience will get you there. These are the keys that you need to be successful. So for me, I, I find organizations really struggle with the concept of 
MVP and MMF or definition of ready versus definition of done. I hear these confusions all the time. And my hope is that through us working together, we can help formulate ways and tools to help use examples like Mike's example for an e-commerce site or my example for purchasing a flight. The key isn't always to get to the end deliverable. The key is to meet the end objective and to provide tools to help people get to that end objective. Okay, so that's going to do it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks, Mike, for another wonderful email. If you have something you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We would love to hear from you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.